This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and Ed Egros on the BetQL Network. On the Derby... I'm going to go with Mage for a little bit of value. Uh, the eight horse, and I'll, I'll take him to win as well. And they're into the stretch, and two fills has turned for home on top. Kings Barnes, here's Mage coming struggling down the outside. Angel and Empire is putting in his run, and there's one for Lund to run. Two fills on the inside, trying to hold up Mage. Mage is taking the lead here as they come into the final 16th, and it is going to be... Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on this glorious Monday. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today, Vaughn Dozell of NBC Sports will react to the NBA weekend and tell us what he's betting on going forward. But first, the first jewel of the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby. Mage at 15-1 to 1 odds takes it. He had only one win in three previous races, overtaking two fills on the inside, winning by a length. It was a crazy race going in because Forte, the morning light favorite, was the fifth scratch from the race. And as we go live now to the winner's circle, that's where we will find our own <laughs> Joe Ostrowski, who picked Mage to win it all. Joe, the victory lap is yours. Ah, thank you very much. And nobody's going to talk about all those horses being scratched. We had five. And the heavy favorite, uh, when we did talk about the Derby on Thursday and Friday, that's what it kept going back to is Forte beatable? Well, it didn't matter because Forte wasn't involved. You know, you wake up Saturday morning like, seriously? Another one ends up being the favorite? Uh, much of my handicap was, well, Forte is beatable because uh, Mage could take him out. Almost did at the Florida Derby. It was a one-length uh, finishing in second. A lot of the speed figures I looked at, very close. So it does make you wonder that if Forte did run maybe Forte just beats Mage again because that's the kind of race that it was but uh I was very happy but then you know just typical better just mad at myself like <laughs> why didn't I bet more I usually bet more this was this was my pick and uh I I, I stuck with my guns even though a lot of people that I do trust were like no that's not where I'm at I'm going elsewhere uh, but that that was good at least that was that was a 
That was a nice pick me up late on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, the text chat was blowing up. It was exciting. Congratulations on the win with Mage. And we were talking about it like there was a bunch of scratches and the, it was yeah. a weaker field as well. So good for you for finding the value in what seemed to be somewhat wide open with a weaker field this year as well. The, yeah, the, the tries didn't pay that well when you look at it. So Forte's out. And weaker fields, everybody's bunched up together. So mm -hmm. that kind of stunk for some people that hit those exotics. I did not. I just hit uh, Mage to win. Uh, his two fills was nine to one, Angel of Empire. A lot of people on four to one. Yeah. Uh, but it gets boosted up. Yeah, for sure. It got boosted up when you get into the supers, you know, those crazy things, because uh, you had a 27 to one and a 24 to one finishing fifth. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's always. It's always a uh, like there's a there's another story that's bringing it down. Like if if you were able to get excited about the Derby, then we hear Churchill Downs about all these deaths um, over the week. The horses. So I, I mean, Ed, you're up there in California. I mean, that was huge in 2019 as well. So mm -hmm. you know, any anytime horse race, it's their Super Bowl, and unfortunately, uh, you had this coming down, and uh, a lot of people are focusing on that, understandably. Will some of those yeah, um, yeah. horses be ready to go for Preakness? I'm, I kind of want to go to that. It's only about an hour from me. It's kind of been, I wouldn't say a major bucket list, but when you look at local events to attend, I've always wanted to go to Preakness. Maybe I should go this year. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting as far as like which horses run now, because it feels like the Triple Crown is perhaps less of a priority uh, yeah. In some regards, mm -hmm. just because of the, you know, the wear and tear on thoroughbreds to be able to do all the uh, rather grueling races. I uh, wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, if some you know, big names in the Kentucky Derby uh, did not uh, run in the Preakness, focusing on the Belmont. So uh, whatever happens there, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, Joe, you mentioned, you know, exactly how this was something that we were supposed to approach, uh, you know. We had Chris Felica on on Friday, who I think put it really well when he said that the favorites were a good bit more vulnerable uh, this Kentucky Derby, say, in uh, runs past, in large part because there was no sizable favorite. Maybe the numbers were mispriced mm -hmm. a little bit. You looked at uh, Mage's tactical speed, uh, overall speed figures, and it was something where, yes, those would suggest value betting on Mage. At the same time, you look at the actual record, the actual results. And you look at uh, Javier Castellano, who had never won the Derby before. There were plenty of reasons why the, the price was appropriately where it was. Yet at the same time, this is why we look at speed figures in the first place. This is why we look at data in general so that we can find uh, those hidden gems. And uh, you certainly did that. It's one of those things that you can relate to all sports that people point to. Well, it's never happened. Uh, close so many times, but it's never happened. So if you're in the dance, if you're close so many times, one of these times it's going to break for you. So I don't, I don't mind betting on something like that. It, this happens all the time. Oh, you're, you're going to get to the title game, but it's a, they're not going to win the championship. So no, if, if they're in it. And I weren't you surprised that it, I wouldn't say this was a public horse, but it was a horse in the middle. So Saturday morning, the heavy favorite drops out, and then the number didn't move. I was surprised by that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I certainly I didn't was. even realize yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Mage was mm-hmm. still what, 15 to 1, 16 to 1, even after Forte dropped out? Mm-hmm. Wow. It wasn't much of a movement. Not at all. And I, I wonder how much of that was just looking at overall record and saying, okay, this is a high variance horse. So you're not exactly sure what to expect. So we might as well keep the number where it is. And it, it's something where because of what happened last year with an 80 to one odds horse going on to win that if say, and, and this was also good advice that we received last week where you either are looking at the favorites. Well, there really isn't a good one. Uh, or you're looking at super long shots, but you're not looking at something that's down the middle, and that may be where the value plays happen to be. I don't know if that will be uh, the case going forward in, say, the Preakness and the Belmont, but certainly uh, this is the the way to look at it is you're looking for value, and ultimately Mage presented it. Yeah, and, and your point earlier on the Triple Crown, you're right. It is no longer a priority. Wear and tear part of it. But we've also seen it a couple of times over the last decade. So just the conversation used to run immediately to that because it had been so long since we've seen it. But now we've seen it a couple of times. And whether it's the owners of the horse, just sports fans in general, it doesn't seem like it's as much of a talking point. Like I know, Pete, you're supposed to mention it. Can it happen? But I don't know. For me as a casual observer, I'm like, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> you know wow well, Bruno has Mars recently. has a concert at Preakness by the way I was just looking up tickets oh now That's you're in a... <laughs> oh there we go now you're in now it's just... now it's on I need an outfit I need a hat like let's just go do they do that yeah. for the Preakness too is it as big of a deal with the outfits it is. I mean, locally, a lot. I know, like a lot of Ravens players go. I'm sure the Commanders players go. Like, there's usually on my social media a bunch of people from the area go, but I don't think people fly in from all over to go. You know, like Kentucky Derby. Okay. What's wrong with the Black yeah, Eyed Susans? Per- they're they're perfectly legitimate flowers. <laughs> perfectly legitimate. Tell you what, let's move on now, and uh, let's start with, uh, as far as the NBA playoffs are concerned, let's go to Saturday's action, and we'll start on the West Coast, because, you know, uh, Lakers crush the Warriors in Game 3 to take a two-games-to-one series lead, 127-97 to the final score there. Uh, Anthony Davis, 25-13-3, Clay and Steph, a combined 14-35 of from the floor, Joe, once again... The Lakers will only go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. And we saw good AD Saturday night. Therefore, the Lakers won going away. I got uh, a couple of tweets from some of our listeners. Oh, bad beat on AD, points and rebounds. No, it wasn't. So you got to get the best <laughs> number, 37 and a half. It was 37 and a half, went to 38 and a half before the game. Uh, he did just barely clear it. But yes, the good AD showed up. So later, we will talk about the next game and what we should do with Anthony Davis coming up tonight with some of his props. <laughs> and, uh, and and don't sleep on the three steals and four blocks by him as well. So, yep, it's as far as he's going to take them. The Warriors shooting was atrocious, and we know that does not last for long, so something to consider as well tonight. Uh, Draymond did nothing. It was one of the bad pool games. We've seen that a lot in the road in the playoffs so, so far. And yeah, shooting uh, better than 50%, Lakers 53%. You know, Ed, something we've gone back to again and again. I wonder if uh, 
it feels like we found the Lakers' third scorer because Russell has been pretty consistent of late. Yeah, he has. And that it's one of those deals where they don't necessarily need to rely on him to be that third scorer. But in terms of, you know, how he's played up to this point, absolutely. He, he's been a, a valuable you know, valuable asset as far as the Lakers are concerned. I'm curious too, uh, Aaron, when we look about the look at the series going forward, that certainly mm -hmm. this is a deal where you go, okay, well, all right, the Warriors just had a bad shooting night. They're going to happen. Uh, you know, what kind of AD are we going to get, et cetera, et cetera. I, I wonder as far as when the Warriors are going small, how well the Lakers can game plan for that. Um, but at the, at the same time, I look at this and I go, what is it about AD that makes him such a volatile player? Like, why is it that we get a good AD versus a bad AD and that the Warriors certainly have game plans for some games, but not for others? <laughs> what are you Listen, so mad about? <laughs> if, I, if I had the answer of when AD is going to be engaged, I'd be making a lot of money betting-wise. But just by looking at his <laughs> game log, it's every other game. So as Joe said, we'll get to that in a little bit. But the thing is, I'm a little bit worried. Do It seems like in terms of adjustments, putting Schroeder on Curry and Schroeder's faster seems to be working a little bit. And I don't know if the Warriors have an answer. You know, I mean, they've been able to play fast and then also utilize Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis is playing like the best player in this series, and you can still find mm -hmm. him better odds for finals MVP than LeBron. I think you should, someone should jump on that, you know, 11 to one or 10 to one, whatever the number is, because that's, I, I just don't see, I don't even think it's up for debate that Anthony Davis is, or that LeBron is playing better than Anthony Davis. I mean, he's definitely been the best player. And then in the whole free throw disparity, crazy, 83 to 39 in this series. But the Warriors just don't put up the type of shots that gets you free throws. I mean, it is an interesting matchup because the two teams are so different. But uh, it seems like putting Schroeder on Curry, who is faster, has really helped the Lakers in terms of adjustments. So now yeah, what? I mean, certainly yeah, we, we, we had a blowout. Been, we had a couple yeah. of blowouts on Saturday. And so now what? That, that's going to be uh, intriguing because the Lakers put themselves in a good position. And uh, in the Eastern Conference, so did Miami with their easy victory. There is there is that sort of now what mentality, and yet I I look at this and I go, well, this is going to be a series of adjustments. This is the series that we said coming in was the one where we said, okay, it's probably going to last the longest. There's there's no one team that's obviously done, mm -hmm. and we'll get to who is and who isn't obviously done a little later. But it, definitely, this is something where you know Steve Kerr has the necessary adjustments, and it's not just always going small. There are other guys who could definitely step up and make this a lengthier series. And, and that's what makes mm -hmm. this, you know, such an intriguing matchup is that you've got two credible head coaches. I think Darvin Ham has really, you know, I don't want to say he's proven himself because, you know, he hasn't been there very long, uh, but definitely he's more than proven himself to be capable of necessary adjustments to where he is kind of the right guy in the right situation for them. And mm -hmm. not that he's out coaching Steve Kerr, but at least he has, you know, bullets in the chamber, so to speak, to make this interesting. Market agrees. Market is expecting that. It doesn't believe that, okay, 
They're home. The Lakers have been pretty good. And the Warriors have had road struggles. I guess we've got to make them a favorite again. But that number's down for tonight from where we were in game number three. So they're expecting those adjustments. We see where the sharper money is going, and they're backing the dubs. The, the Lakers are now the second favorite to win it all. I mean, that's crazy. And also, on the Lakers side, I don't know if D'Angelo Russell goes five for eight from three again either. So right, that's going to be tough to keep that up. But maybe Rui Hachimura will. And that's just ah. it. Like, there are other guys who could step up for them. Uh, you know, what's Austin Reeves' role going to be? Like, it's fascinating that they're way, that they're much, much deeper than we give them credit for. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We will continue our NBA conversation, talk a little Heat and Knicks, and maybe Sunday's action as well, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.